audio setups. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jared Gray, my co-host, Jordan Rains, and the Dynasty Center, Steve. What's up, fellas? How are you doing? Doing good. Good morning. Well, <clears throat> good as I can after that game last night. Well, so it is. Uh, we are a proud partner of expandtheboxscore.com. Uh, great stuff over there. Um, doing some revamping, and it looks amazing so far. So you guys need to go check that out when you get a chance for sure. Hey, okay, they got a Black Friday special going on right now. They do have a Black Friday sale uh, or Cyber Monday sale. Or Cyber so, Mon yeah, that's right, Cyber Monday. Like so it was, was $10 <laughs> off the entire thing, so, or $10 for the entire year. So mm -hmm. go check nice. that out. It's a good deal. Oh, yeah, it is. All right, let's get to the studs. Um, I guess we might as well just hit off with the linebackers right away. And, well, Roquan Smith having a monster Blew day up. the other day. Yeah, that Thursday game, he went off. 15 tackles, two tackles for loss, two sacks, um, two quarterback hits. I mean, this he went bonkers. I mean, well, I mean he's having the game I think we've been waiting on for him. Yeah, just, definitely his best game of his career, I think. Um, statistically, yeah, he crushed. Well, that's the best game of a lot of people's career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the Lions. And... 15 total. Hey, I mean, just how it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just playing that third string quarterback. Yeah, but still, I mean, I yeah, David Bell had a pretty good game, yeah, though. Pretty good game, but yeah. <laughs> 15, 15 tackles is is hard work by itself, and then to throw two sacks in there, yeah. And you know it is it is Thanksgiving, so it was a big stage, and I mean that's yep. one of the games that everybody watches. I mean the no, it was a pretty big game on both sides of the ball. So it was good for him to to really show up and show out. Um, I don't like I said he hadn't had a game quite like this all season. Um, so Roquan Smith owners are getting. Getting what they wanted all Finally along. Getting it. Yeah. Yep. Well, ever since Dan Gervaisen went down, he's played pretty well. But I mean, again, you kind of called that one last week. You you expect him to start playing a lot better. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think anybody expected you know 15 tackles. But no, yeah, nobody tackles. expected. Nobody expected this kind of a game. But it's really nice to get it. Um, I think he's he's pretty close to. He's either the number one or number. He's the, he's a top three linebacker this week because we actually had the next two guys or a couple of the other guys we're going to talk about Devin White and Darius Leonard they both had very good games themselves Leonard had you know another linebacker who had two two sacks this week which you know it's kind of crazy um 11 tackles a tackle for a loss three quarterback hits for Darius Leonard um it's, it's bonkers too he's I mean we kind of knew what he had he showed off last year but I mean, he's still doing it this year. I mean, the young linebackers. I mean, you got to feel mm -hmm. good about the league in the next couple of years. I mean, Arthur, Roquan, Devin, you know, Darius Leonard, Devin White. Devin White's a rookie. The other two are in their sophomore year. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just pretty awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. It's pretty crazy man. the the flip flop the two Devins have taken. Yeah, yeah. that's a great point. You know, but. Mm -hmm. I mean, we say that Devin Bush had a pretty good day yesterday. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, even Jordan was talking about it. He had what seven tackles in five minutes or something. 
He had seven tackles. Like we were like just a few minutes into the second quarter. But the weird thing is that's that was what he that finished the game with. Yeah, that was it. Which yeah, is very. It's funny because after you said that, I realized he went to spying and uh, dropping in coverage. So yeah, I did. I saw him on the field a lot. Like I saw him out there, but like he just, I never saw him get another stat the whole game. I thought he might have had a pass deflection there towards the end, but then that didn't come to fruition. So, well, the reason why I didn't get the pass deflection is it was tipped at the line. Mm. So somebody else actually got it before him. So technically. Mm. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think it was yeah. Stewart actually who had a monster game. I mean, I still think Devin White is. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him as a long-term asset. Um, he's not the guy that you started the season out with. You know, he's Devin not Bush. Devin Bush. Sorry, you're right, Devin Bush, because he's not getting those big plays necessarily anymore. He did have one last mm-hmm. week, but he's not on the field all the time like he was to start the season for whatever reason. Um, and his ten to that hurts his tackle floor, you know. So, I think long term he's still going to be great. I mean, we saw at the beginning of the season what he did as a rookie. You know, first two or three games out, you know, out of college, he was already one of the best linebackers in the league for mm-hmm. IDP. Um, they've kind of been jerking his chain around a little bit, jerking our chain around a little bit. So yeah, I mean, Devin White seems to have down the stretch here supplanted himself as the rookie linebacker to have. <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny because, you know, in my rookie IDP 411, I said the two guys that I were my top guys were the Devons. And I said it's a coin flip. Well, what happened with Devin White is he got injured. And then you're like, well, guess going to be Devin Bush showed it to go. Mm-hmm. And then Devin White gets, you know, healthy again. And then, wow. I mean, he has been flat out balling Lights ever out. since he came back mm-hmm. from injury. Yeah. And to to see what he put up yesterday, you know, uh, five you know five solo tackles, two assists, a tackle for loss, a quarterback hit, was it two pass deflections, an interception, and a fumble recovery and a touchdown. Uh, all right, buddy, have a have you a day? Yeah, have and a nice big day. It, it's funny because that game was over <laughs> right away. You know what I mean? And they they. <clears throat> points pretty quick and then just sat there yeah well i mean that's all thanks to nick Foles. i mean i don't know what he was doing yesterday but it was not trying to win a football game no oh and he got injured too right so did he mm, yeah it was coach's decision apparently but part of the uh i'm looking at some of the the percentages it's kind of weird what they're doing in Pittsburgh right now. Bud Dupree and TJ Watt are leading the linebackers with 97 and 94% of snaps played. And then your more traditional linebackers, uh, Mark Barron and Devin Bush and Vince Williams, I mean, they're playing 78, 74, and 38% of snaps. So, I mean, they were just, I mean, they kept their, their rushers out there pretty much the whole game. Um, well, I mean, kind of smart to an aspect, but you won't. It's funny we were talking about the Patriots not running the ball last night. What was working for the for the Browns were they couldn't they couldn't be stopped in the beginning of the game running the ball. I mean, they were just pounding, 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 and then something changed, and 
they, you know, after they turned the ball over that one time, it feels like they just had to keep going after it. And Baker hurt his hand. And then here they come. They got to pretty much pass the ball the rest of the game, which was really interesting to me. I mean, the Browns end up losing, right? Yes, they did by a touchdown. Okay. And they had an opportunity at the end to come back and they're trying to push the ball with the last minute and Baker overthrows Landry for an interception to Joe Hayden, which is good old funny. good old Baker whipping it up. Um, played pretty well overall. Boy Corey Littleton, he showed up yesterday in the uh in the positive column. He had eight tackles, a sack, quarterback hit, uh tackle for loss. I mean that's a good that's a good day. He was I he was in my uh, rankings graphic this week. I realized he's been good all season. I haven't put him in any of them, so I think I had him at like six this week. So he came out and he he put up some solid numbers. But I mean you pretty much expected that from him though. I mean he's had one or two down weeks all season, but he's been rock solid. Yeah, he he's just he's really consistent. He's usually good for a big play. You know his big play yesterday was pretty much the sack, but. Um, when you get a consistent player from the middle, you know, from your linebacker position who came in because of an injury, really, uh, you know, and then to blow up like he did, pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, and he, he's just been rock solid, you know, and like you said, I mean, they, um, it's going to be interesting to see if LA can keep him around with all the inflated contracts they have sitting around. You know, he's one of their better players, but, you know, they've got Goff on contract. They got Gurley on contract. They got mm-hmm. Donald on contract. They got Jalen Ramsey not on contract, but they're they're going to have to try to keep him. it unless they want to look like complete dumbasses trading for him. So Robert Woods has not a huge contract, but he got, he's got a little bit of money tied up. Brandon Cooks, there's a wasted contract if I ever saw one. But they got a oh, lot yeah. of guys that they need – to get paid on this team, get sorted out. I mean, Taylor Rapp, I mean, he got a couple of years on his rookie contract, but he's showing himself to be, you know, get a little ahead of ourselves. He's showing himself to be a really, really good safety this year. Um, mm-hmm. I was looking at some of his uh, PFF grades. He's like one of the top graded safeties on the season. Yeah, he's he's a baller, dude. And like mm-hmm. you said, that they've got – but here's the thing, right? Six yesterday. championships. So mm-hmm. – they're going to have to pay the defensive side more than the offensive side. You can get rid of Brandon Cooks, no problem, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be shocked if he's there after this year anyway, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they, they gave a first-round draft pick for him, end up being a waste, to be honest with you. And, I mean, they gave a run to Super Bowl, right? But they've now got rid of both corners that they had, right? So they released some money there. They – You've got to get rid of Brandon Cooks. They could get a much better receiver. This draft class for receivers is pretty stout. I've never understood the Brandon Cooks thing. Like, even – I mean, he's always talked about very highly. He's always a 1,000-yard season. I'm like, but that's it. Like, we're talking, like, 1,000 yards. Not, like, not 1,001 yards. Like, this guy is the bare minimum. And he literally has games. I mean, he was Amari Cooper – he was not Amari Cooper this year. But Amari Cooper before this year when he would just disappear – that was Brandon Cooks, but without as much upside. It would be you'd have games where he'd have, you know, five for yeah, he's one not as tall. And he, he's, he's not flat. He's just fast. He's yeah. fast, and even his route running is not anything really special. His hands aren't anything special. I mean, it's just he can get behind guys sometimes. 
Like that's that's always seems to be like the only thing he's got. And people wanted to compare to Tyreek, and, and I've been I've been a Tyreek believer literally since like week three or four of like his rookie season. And I was like, this guy is nothing like Brandon Cooks. He's so much better than Brandon Cooks. He was yeah. even as a rookie, he was. I mean, I mean, obviously, I deal with Tyreek Hill when he was at Oklahoma State, and I you know watching Brandon Cooks when he was in college. There was no really comparison to be honest with you. Exactly, and it's just uh, it was. Weird. Brandon Cook seems like he's just gotten very fortunate to play for Drew Brees and then Tom Brady during you know their prime basically, and that got him moved to flashy, hot New LA because he was a movable asset to these people. So anyway, we're getting a little off track. <laughs> basically, Brandon Cooks is a waste of money. Pay pay Corey well, a little. Bit. I mean, in general, we're talking about just the gonna have to pay the defensive side of the ball. Corey Little kind of rap. Gonna have to get some corner play, you know, see what they're gonna do because they just got rid of both their guys. And ever since Marcus Peters left, he's bought, been balling except for he missed some tackles yesterday. Yeah. But overall, he's he's played pretty well. Um. Uh, back to the linebacker aspect. Uh, Shaq Barrett had another big, good game. Bud Dupree had another good game. Anthony Walker right next to, you know, Darius Leonard who had a pretty solid game. Uh, was a top eleven linebacker, had eight solos, four um, four assists, half a sack, half for tech for loss. Um, there it is. That'll solid. Help, that'll help boost your numbers for sure. Getting a half a sack at linebacker. Yeah, that's basically I mean, what happened to uh, Zach Cunningham last night. He didn't do much, but he ended up getting a half a sack on Brady. So he ended up with a half decent day. He had like seven tackles, half a sack, maybe like yeah, half what? a tackle for loss. He was going nowhere but down after the week he had the week before. So, yeah. Um, do you know what happened to Derek Wolf? I mean, he had a had a decent game, and then it sounds like he might have got injured. I feel like I vaguely remember watching this play. I was in. I had to go to a parade yesterday afternoon, so I was kind of in and out watching the games. I only watched about mm, I don't know, maybe sixty five, seventy percent of the football that happened yesterday. So. And I was not watching the Denver game, and that was that afternoon game, so I, I missed I I missed it. I mean, I he had what two solos, three assists. We'll get I mean, we can get to the to them in a little bit when we get to our linemen. But I just remember him going out, and he even has a he's popped up like we said on the show. He pops up about every other week. Derek Wolf does. Yeah, I mean, other. well, ever since you know, uh, Chubb Von yeah. Miller was inactive too yesterday. So, I kind of finish out the linebackers. You, you know, Fred Warner, he's another double-digit tackle game, 11. Uh, basically a game-sealing pass deflection, or not a game-sealing, but a, a giving his team a chance to get in there with a pass deflection, but they still ended up losing towards the end of the game. He's playing really close. good. Yeah, it was a, that was a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Smith, 14 tackles on <clears throat> uh, Thanksgiving. So, there's something to be thankful for. He's my, I think Devin, I think Jalen, I said this the other day, Jalen Smith is my dynasty linebacker one right now. Um, I flip-flop between him and Darius Leonard for a little while. Darius Leonard's still got to be my number one. I would, it's just Darius Leonard has, you know, with his. Darius Leonard's had a concussion. A concussion, you're right. Devin Smith has had a full-blown out knee, knee injury where he didn't play for entire his entire Yeah, but that was year there's recency bias i mean i'll admit that but that's been years ago that was two years two years ago 
two years ago, and Darius Leonard's concussion issue is just two months ago, and it lasted for damn near a month. So yeah, ever since he came back, he's been balling out. He's been a top five linebacker ever since then. So for for me, Darius Leonard's got to be right there. Um, but I mean, and I, and I I'm okay with your Jalen Smith being a dynasty one. I mean, he's still a I would say even if he's a top five, he's a dynasty one. So yeah, he's a stud. Um, but right now, I'm feeling pretty good about Devin White over the next couple of years being a, a dynasty linebacker. So Agreed. Yeah, especially if they yeah. can't clean that defense up. I mean, it's got good players on it, but it might be one of these defenses where that's it's just got good players on it. You know what I mean? And I think it just might be a little bit of their backs. Because honestly, let's talk about this. They've got JPP. Mm-hmm. They've got um, Shaq yeah. Barrett. Mm-hmm. Dom can sue, but I don't know if they're going to pay him much longer than a year. Um, uh, David White, Levante David, they really just got to take care of the backside, which they, they need a good corner and a good safety. They released Vernon Hargraves. They're definitely going to go after a big corner and big safety this, this next year. They're supposed to be a good corner year this draft, too. I've been hearing a lot about. Yep, really good. Uh, well, I mean, I mean it's. If they pay attention to trends, you know, they'll do something with Indomic and Sue, either pay him or get somebody as, similar as good as yeah, similar. Yeah. Yeah, he's really opened up their line. Uh, I guess, man, I guess I'm going to bring up not a massive game, but Deion Jones is ever since we've been talking mad shit on him like three weeks ago, <laughs> he put up basically nine tackles every week and then a little extra. He had nine tackles and a pass deflection this week. So he's still. He's been consistent all season. I've been watching, you know, early in the year, he was kind of low on the tackle leaderboard and stuff like that. But he's slowly working his way up there. Um, actually, last week, he and our his homie, our, our homie, Devondre Campbell, were tied for mm-hmm. tackles, which Devondre Campbell's been ahead basically all season. So Deion Jones has just been whittling away at it, closing that gap. So he's still, I mean, I guess he's, he's, He's getting a little bit more of a speed back. Yeah, he definitely bit. has come back really strong. Um, and, and maybe you know, you know, you know, they have that the announcer jinx. Like the, that's a real thing, by the way. Like yeah. it's funny. Like oh well, this guy hasn't missed a field goal all year long. Then yeah. uh, we, <laughs> yep, there it goes. Off, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's just how this goes. Like all oh, this, I have two hundred and fifty-five passes without interception. Boom, interception. Like, one interception. It, mm-hmm. It's it go. It happens all the time, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yep, called out Deion Jones, and since then he has woke. I mean, the Atlanta defense in general has, you know, woke up in the last three weeks. You know, it's like they came back off the bye week and then, hey, let's play defense. I mean, the offense ain't doing a plug nickel, but. Yeah. But, I mean, <clears throat> so well, that aspect, it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting to watch. Let's talk about some uh, some defensive line guys. Let's go right off the top. Carlos Dunlap and Hubbard both had a big, big game yesterday. Yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about that on the show. You can see that coming. I mean, we've not – no one on this show has been a Jets supporter. I mean, it seems like they were – it was hot to get on the Jets bandwagon about six to eight weeks ago, and they were just going to do all this stuff and be really good. And Sam Darnold, I mean, just you heard it all. they suck. They're one of the worst teams in football, bar none. I mean, they got completely mopped 
by a team that hasn't beat anybody all season. Yeah, they, got, <laughs> they got straight Molly Wild completely beat down like a little like just oh uh, it was ugly. It was ugly. But I mean it's what you expect if you've paid any attention to the Jets. Um and a lot of that came from this defense. I mean these guys like you said Carlos Dunlap what do you have three sacks? Yeah, six you. solos, three and a half tackles for loss, three sacks, an assist, six quarterback hits, a six pass deflection. B hits. Damn. That's wild. <laughs> That's good. You know, you're dropping back like, what, 40, 50 times a game, and you already got this guy in your grill, just him. And that's not even counting. So, Hubbard. Hubbard had his best game, well, not his best game in a while, really. I mean, the last week and this week, he's shown life again. He got a sack, um, five tackles, a tackle for a loss, a quarterback hit. I didn't play him. He ended up getting like nine points in the league. Well, you know, points. I said that, hey, guys, I, I, I got to switch him in my lineup because I had Matt Ionitis and Sheldon Rich. And I said, I don't think Sheldon Rich is going to have the same week he did last year, last week. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to switch him out. I want to put, uh, Hubbard in, and I did, but I didn't click save, and mm. oh man, so pissed about it. And I'll be honest with you, I'm in trouble. I mean, I'm up like I'm up like a hundred points, but I'm playing the person that has all the Seahawks on the planet on on their team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're you know. screwed. Actually, I don't know. This could be the tonight's game is the crazy thing is I'm in a, I'm in a, we're all in a bunch of leagues, and this is that win and get in week. And I'm in like four or five different leagues where there's like five or six guys fighting for one or two playoff spots. And all day yesterday, after all the games, nothing is decided. Like everything comes down to tonight's games. And it's crazy. Like that's me included. Like uh, we have, there's no real, there's, it looks a certain way for a few people here and there. But it's not like okay, this shit's lined itself out. Like it's gonna be one of those. This it's gonna be one of those weeks where every so many people get in the playoffs on whatever the fuck happens the last three minutes of this game tonight. And it's gonna be. I can't wait for the Twitter shitstorm to just blow up tonight. I can't you wait. Know, <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be hilarious if Cincinnati plays themselves out of that number one spot. There's no, it's gonna be hard, hard to do. They'd have to win. Because who's the next losing they're, this team? They're, they got to play Cleveland twice. Yeah, and, and Miami's won four now, right? Three or four. Uh, oh. Did Miami win yesterday? Yeah. Did, so, remember what I told what you? About the, who's, the, who's the next losing? It's the Giants? Said, we should st- people like, we should stream the Eagles defense. I think I the Giants know. have the number. Don't the Giants have the number? Well, that's what now? I was telling you. Like, uh, You guys were all keen on the Eagles defense. And I wasn't. You were. No, I Somebody wasn't. asked us on the show if they should play the Eagles defense or the Chargers defense. I said the Chargers defense. Yeah, well, they said the Eagles defense. And I'm watching Miami average 20-something points a game over the last six or seven weeks. I'm like, no, nah, bro, I can't do this. So I stuck with Indianapolis, and it was 17-17 with six minutes left. And then, boom, they got the, their butts kicked in the last six minutes. Mm. But overall, <laughs> I made the better decision. We'll just say that real quick. Miami was – I mean, they're not a bad – I mean, they're a bad team, but they have shown they're they've got some fight in them, and it makes yeah. them, the most annoying part is that that mm-hmm. Eagles team beat the Bills, and that Eagles team is that Eagles team should be fucking three and eleven or whatever. <laughs> they're so bad. Every time I see Carson Wentz, he looks so scared. I mean, when he's under center, right. he scared. he's when seeing he's ghosts out there. Hands, he's scared. When he's running around, he's scared. When he's walking off the field, he's scared. When he's walking on the field, he's scared. 
I have never been a Carson Wentz fan. Let me just put this out there now. I said before, I said, listen, when they pay this guy, they're going to be wrong. He's been injured every single season he's been in the league. But, hey, let's pay this guy. What's wrong? You know, it's kind of like Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady has been injured what once his entire entire life, right? which made Matt Castle get paid, right? Sam yeah. Bradford, right? Injured, 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 injured. But his agent is a miracle worker because that dude got paid his entire career. He's got more money. How in the hell did. has Carson Wentz got paid when he hasn't been played in a single playoff game? He's, he's but his team is one to play, you know, won a Super Bowl and the playoffs because of the guy they trade away. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, their coach is a I'm a huge fan of their coach, even when he was at Kansas City. And I know Jordan hated when he left. So the fact of the matter is <laughs> Carson Wentz shouldn't got paid, Jared Goff shouldn't got paid, nope. Blake Bortles definitely shouldn't got paid. Nope. Um Dak Prescott should Nick not get Foles paid. Should not have Probably gotten not. Paid. Nick Foles Never definitely should have got paid, but twice, by the way. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. He's a magician. I mean, that it's uh, just the thing. We've got players that were paying, 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 con paying. Artist. Dude, show me you've done something, right? Yeah. Dak I is agree. having his, one of his better years. Dude, Dak has everything. You know who's gonna get paid this offseason? Dak. No. TJ Watt. TJ Watt is definitely deserves to get paid though. He's on a nine game sack streak right now. He's got 12 and a half on the season. He's has Wait. so many QB pressures. He's the highest graded defensive or edge rusher by PFF. Okay. I just saw something, a stat that said um Bud Dupree in five seasons has 27 sacks for the Steelers. TJ Watt has 32 and a half and three. He's never hurt. When he is hurt, he plays. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go back to preseason and then the first couple weeks. And I got people busting my balls. I said the best wad is who? TJ, right now. I've been on the TJ but wagon, right? I mean, I think if JJ was playing, he would probably still be statistically beating TJ. Agreed, but JJ does what? Never leaves the field. Gets yeah. injured. And he gets injured. JJ yeah. gets injured, TJ stays on the field. Yep. They're and the same player, really. It's his third year, so he should be looking at a fat contract this offseason. Like, he's got whatever Aaron Donald got paid, because I think isn't Aaron Donald the highest paid defensive lineman right now or edge rusher? Gotta be. Yeah. Well, mean, he's, the, he's got to get whatever he got. In Aaron Donald should have been the number one player in the, I mean, voted by the players. He was, what, number two or three or something like that. Yeah. I mean, he's got really good. Aaron Donald. He's a beast. But, but like um, I said, they should have never got rid of the I'm going to see because Khalil Mack got there. a big contract. Whatever Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald got paid, TJ Watt needs to get paid more. I mean, more than Khalil Mack? I think so. Do Khalil Mack still killing it? Yeah, if, but I mean, TJ Watt is, is on that in level. The conversation, Khalil Mack has to be in the conversation for defensive player of the year still. Mm. Still got to be. And do let, let's talk about this. We're two games out. Who's the defensive player of the year? For me, it's TJ Watt. It's TJ Watt. Maybe you could throw in, you know, Daniil Hunter. 
but to me, it's T.J. Watt. Okay. Um, not the president. No, he's had <laughs> he's had some really big games. No, <laughs> but I mean, like looking at yesterday, I mean, we were talking about guys that disappear. I mean, he has these games where once in a while where. He just, just he just vanishes. Poof, yeah. he disappears. TJ Watts has sacked nine straight games. That's not vanishing. That's mm-hmm. being ever present. So who do yeah. you guys think? You know, and that's that's the biggest question is and I would say it's a little bit of a toss-up right now. I mean, sure. people are talking about Nick Bosa earlier in the season. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just he hasn't done anything. Phenomenal. He hasn't done anything in like four weeks now. He had Wait, one listen. big game on primetime. People got mad at me because I got rid of him. And do guess what? Sheldon Richardson's still having a better year than TJ than uh, Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. People got mad at me. I mean, TJ Watts Watt got 65 pressures, 13 sacks. You know what I mean? He's got a ton of tackles. He's got a super high PFF grade. Shaq Barrett. If he wasn't on such a dumpster fire team, I would say he might deserve it. I mean, he's got well, again. Shaq Barrett disappeared for like three or four weeks. But yeah, he's he definitely again. He, Shaq Barrett is because of his, I mean, yeah, I, when he's I, there, I mean, when he's, he's, on, he's on fire. It's because Ndam can see is so good, uh-huh. right? So that's why Shaq Barrett had a good year. That's why. No, no more. Aaron Donald is a beast. I've been on the Aaron Donald train ever since he's been Pittsburgh, but huge, huge. Well, that's why I say teams got to recognize they got to pay Sue. And thing is, he hasn't been the problem he, he used to be, where he caused some stupid penalties. Right, he's not he's not like stepping on people with his cleats and stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know that that's a really good question. You know, that's something I think we're gonna have to pull up next week is gonna be a, you know a thing for us. How about we next week's show? We're going to decide who our MVPs are. Let's do our MVP by position, and then let's just do like let's do our all all pro our uh, all pro ballots first. Who's sounds our first good. first round or first team all pro, and who's our second team all pro? Yeah, sounds good. And then we'll, you know fun. maybe we'll pull up our our rookies. Speaking of rookies, how about my boy Ed Oliver mm. coming out balling like a beast? Finally. Perfect. Everyone's been finally. It's true, though. I mean, he's finally, finally getting some show. I mean, he only had three tackles, but uh, well, technically four, I guess. Uh, three solos. But then he had uh, two tacks for loss, two sacks, two quarterback hits, uh, pass deflection, which I expect him to have more pass deflections. I don't know why he just doesn't get up more. And a forced fumble, which was nice to see out of my dude. If you don't know, I'm a huge Ed Oliver fan. Mm-hmm. I just think they don't play him correctly. Well, it's nice to see him do it too against Dak. There are certain players it's just fun to see under duress. Dak being <laughs> one of them. Carson Wentz is another I love to see. Like, uh, help me. Love I'm sorry. The most thing, most things think Dak's gonna be um, for this year is the freaking the jerk. Oh yeah, the, little, the, hip, the hip rotation thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, when I when I think of the Dak, that's what I think of. You know what I mean? Oh man, oh, I can't. That's what I think of. <laughs> it's it's people are gonna have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, what's yeah, what's gonna what's gonna be your most memorable moment from the the NFL 100 season? 
Dak Prescott's <laughs> the Dak. The Dak, is it going to be death? I don't know. It might be for me. It might be Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. I don't know. The Buccaneers a... bringing out the ghosts during that game and everything. Oh, oh they were all wearing ghost costumes for Halloween. Oh. Oh. I think my favorite thing this season has just been having having football. I'm going to miss it. It's already so close to being over fantasy it's, season anyway. A lot of people's fantasy season ends today, tonight. Hey, let's talk about somebody that nobody had on their team ever. Okay. He's a, and, he, and he's a top 10 player this week. <laughs> Who? Chris Odom. Oh, geez. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Odom's a top 10 player this week. Right. Uh, let's see. He finished mm-hmm. with three tackles. Three <laughs> one assist, two tags for loss, two sacks, two quarterback hits, and a forced fumble. Mm-hmm. And nobody, I, nobody, I will bet nobody played this dude. Yeah, I was gonna say who, but he, he was he in for somebody who was injured on Carolina? I mean, did Brian Burns not play? What happened there? He put he plays for Washington. Oh, he was on Washington. Oh, mm-hmm. you know why he played is because uh, Kerrigan missed his first game of his career. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe people would have, but most people would have jumped on the mat. I'm not a stream. Yeah, or Sweat, who Sweat had a pretty decent game yesterday, too. Dude, Washington played pretty well yesterday. I mean, just they they won. They ran the ball down their throats and controlled the. That's another thing. How did they not give Darius Geis more carries? This dude had, what, five carries for like. 80 yards or something. Or I think he one finished today with like 10 for like his one. first two. He had first, his first two carries were over 60, but they just it was weird. It was he's like, on the waiver wire in one of my uh money leagues right now. He ain't gonna, he ain't gonna be in the waiver wire ever this week. No, I'm sixth position, which I don't understand. It's one of those leagues where the waiver like moves around every week, so it's like I hate waiver. I hate waivers that do that. I know it's for the. I'm just. I'm in a league where last week I was four. I didn't. Last week I was four. I didn't pick anybody up, and this week I'm six. I'm like, okay, that's crazy. What? That's that's super neat. Fab. Yeah. Well, I'm in a Fab league too, Mm -hmm. but it is kind of hard to get waivers perfect. I mean, I like Fab, and I like open waivers afterwards. I'm in a league too where we run Fab all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, on Sunday morning, if you don't have a bid in, like, the waivers don't open. You can't just, like, go pick and drop somebody off. Like, oh, no. I, yeah, I prefer to open up. Yeah, it needs know, to open up the after they run. But the other guy who's in that, that league, I it's me and another guy that commissioned it. And he, for whatever reason, is really into it like that. And he's like, oh, it has more strategy. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but it also is a huge pain in the ass. Like, <laughs> To have to bid every day, I can't just add and drop at any point ever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, Harold about- Landry came through yesterday for me. Five tackles, quarterback hit, one sack, a tackle for loss. He's been super stout this year, man. Yeah. You know, somebody asked me about him early in the season because uh, I had him graded pretty high last year as a rookie. And they're like, hey, do you still believe in this guy? I'm like, well, I mean, I liked him as a rookie. I liked him coming out of college at Boston College. And I, he's huge. The thing is, he's they athletic. have a lot a lot going for them as a team. Think about this. They have Rashad Evans, Jalen Brown, who got injured, by the way, um, Logan Ryan, Kevin Beard, 
Then we get to Landry and Justin Simmons or Jeffrey Simmons. Dude, they're they're pretty stout defensively. They're a pretty solid team, and they've got a good running back. If they can figure out their quarterback and wide receiver, I mean, they're going to have to get a new tight end. He's just getting a little old at this point. Yeah, Delaney Walker, it's the last three seasons I feel like he's been out. Juwanu Smith was good there, but he's out again too, isn't he? They need to get a guy that's solid, rock steady there. And, I mean, Tannehill hasn't been bad at quarterback. Um, He's been serviceable. You know, but I felt like he was the, he's the same guy he was in Miami. He was a serviceable quarterback. but And to be honest, he probably had better wide receivers when he was in Miami because Jarvis Lander was there. I mean, I, I'm, it's proven to me, and I've said this from the get-go, Jarvis Lander's a better wide receiver than Odell Beckham. And it's continues to look that oh, way. Yeah, it looks that way for real now. I mean, Jarvis Landry is doing all the work, and Odell Beckham. He's just a better route right. runner. That's the biggest thing. Honestly, if we're being completely honest, I, I mean, this is it would have it's been hot takey the few times I've said it to anybody the past four or five years, but I've never ever ever owned Odo Beckham in a league before until this year I accidentally auto drafted him in one league, mm-hmm. and I've never really thought there was anything that great about him. Uh, he's been everybody up until the up until about three months ago he was everyone's number one or two dynasty wide receiver everyone and now like he barely talked about and i think that's really 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 funny that you know he went out and got paid you know people talked about what he's done and his rookie year and all this but it's like that's all in the past you know what i mean and it was all under very different circumstances i'll be, I'll be surprised if he's still there in the browns oh <laughs> it's crazy to me that he's not already a patriot it's also crazy to me that aj green is not a patriot well uh, I, th- I think they just I think the thing with AJ Green, the reason he get, didn't get traded, because he couldn't pass the physical, mm-hmm. and they knew that. So they were like, oh, "We're, we're going to hold on to this dude." He, and he, but AJ Green wants to be a Bengal for life. So, um, well, okay, real quick, let's get back onto this. Let's talk about two players. That's kind of nice to see. Cameron Jordan has been a beast all year, but to see Davenport show up in in our in our group, dude. Cameron Jordan had five tackles, four and a half tackles for loss, four sacks, four quarterback hits, a pass deflection. In any other week, he would have been the main guy, right? But then you've got Carlos Dunlap, who had six solo tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, three sacks, a pass deflection, right? I mean, the this – I don't know how your people's grading goes, but literally this is minute differences here. Like because of a half a sack or a solo tackle, mm-hmm. the points between these two are ridiculous. Then you got Marcus Davenport who showed up. Like I think the the Saints expected him to play like this, and that's why they drafted him. Four solos, two tackles for loss, two sacks, two quarterback hits, two forced fumbles. Yeah, right. the two force fumbles are big. Huge, huge, huge days. You know, we already talked about Ed Oliver. Um, Derek Barnett had a, you know, decent big day. day. I mean, I, if you can get six solo tackles out of out of a defensive lineman, two tackles for loss, a sack, four quarterback hits out of him, I mean, I'm, 
loving that. So Derek Barnett might be one of those people to start picking up stream because he's been playing pretty well, you know, or Philly. So mm-hmm. um, Trent yeah. Murphy had a big day, which him and Ed Oliver both having a big day, both against Dallas, against a really solid offensive line. Just tells you more and more. Dude, yeah. Dallas, they need to fire Garrett so bad. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, in the, I thought it was happening. Dunlop, it looked like it was, it like was going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, it looked like it was happening that day, though. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, you should have been fired two years I don't think ago. they can win the division now, can they? I don't know. I don't pay attention. Well, I take it. Well, I, I think they can. Yeah, I think they can still They win lost to Miami. So, I mean, that's a, that's in a. You talk about a week where they could have was taken over mm-hmm. to, to take that loss was really bad for Philadelphia because they could have moved up in the division and moved up, you know, I mean, I just, that, that whole division is up for grabs right now. I hope Washington wins it. For defensive yeah, no. backs, we had some good days. Um, Eric Reed, we've talked about him a lot on this show. He is massively underrated for IDP. No one really talks about him. He's been a super stud all season. Nine tackles, one sack, a quarterback hit, tackle for loss. Um, Buda Baker, another guy that we've, you know, been one of the Baker train. For, yeah. That's you know, funny. You know, we've seen a lot of people get on and off the Buda train, but we've definitely been the conductors. Well, remember I told you that I traded Buda when he got injured last year at the very end of the season for a first-round draft pick. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't remember who I drafted, and then I got re- reminded by Brandon. I drafted Sterling Shepard, who I ended up releasing. You let Sterling Shepard go in Dynasty? Well, you forget this year is our last year of the – Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. You remember we're that. redrafting this coming year, so okay. – uh, Yeah, so I, I could have had Buda Baker all year. And tears. I'll allow it. Tears. <laughs> uh, Jordan Lewis. Did anybody have Jordan Lewis playing this week? Mm-mm. I didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> for Dallas, who, who, you know, four solos, two assists, two tags of loss, two sacks, two quarterback hits, a pass deflection. Yeah. Um, have a day, Jordan Lewis. Welcome, welcome mm-hmm. aboard. <laughs> this will probably be the last time we speak your name this year, and, the, and it is the first time. So, mm-hmm. in our stud section, so there's that. Um, Ty Smith from Tennessee, who playing across from Logan, uh, big day, mm-hmm. five solos, two assists, a forced fumble, which is why you're on this list. Uh, Winger has mm-hmm. Andrew Winger's been slowly been coming on ever since old boy got hurt, huh? Yeah, pretty much just a. Marriage of convenience yesterday because of Harrison. We were talking about who's going to be the guy in that group. Uh, so six solos, an assist, two t- uh, attack for loss, a sack, um, a quarterback hit, a forced fumble. Mm-hmm. He kind of slowly coming along there. Um, somebody who I haven't been a believer in uh, finally had a really good game. And mm-hmm. honestly, I think it was the weather, uh, Chuck Clark. Mm-hmm. So five solos. Two assists, a tackle for loss, a sack, a quarterback hit, and a force fumble. Give us some of the weather. <laughs> yeah. so, I, I, a lot, of, you know, the thing is, is, when you know they're going to run the ball, mm-hmm. 
you know, and, you know, passing downs, you can, you can blitz because the chance yep. of it slipping out of your hands pretty high. So mm-hmm. uh, somebody that I was happy that is in our group and I was hot. I mean, you know, he, he's just been really quiet, but he's had a pretty decent year as a rookie is Juan Thornhill. Oh yeah. You know, three solos. He had an assist yesterday. Mm-hmm. He had a pass deflection, an interception, mm-hmm. and a touchdown. Yeah, he's been I know coming. you were excited about that. So, obviously, <clears throat> he's been coming around, which is good. Um, I think you know Tyron Matthew had another pick yesterday too. They're just you know for IDP, they're not solid. They're not big tacklers up there as far as their you know their safeties, but they seem to. They show up, like you said, in this in this segment from time to time, and it's it's enough, you know. So, I'll take it. You know, we already talked about Taylor Rapp and Eric Reed. Both those guys have been studs all year. Um, Taylor Rapp's going to get paid. Eric Reed comes back, has as good a year as you can think about a guy having. He's going to get paid. That's the thing too, which was so weird about him. Like he was very young. I mean, we, like we've said it before, you know, the Colin Kaepernick thing kind of bothered him. That kept him out of the league for a while. But the Panthers, I mean, they hit hit it out of the park pulling him in. So I, this is a real thing. I had an argument the other day on who's a better athlete, and this is a real question. That I mean, some that it, who's a better athlete, Eric Reed or Colin Kaepernick? I said, dude, are you high right now? And his <laughs> his, his vote was Colin Kaepernick. I said, listen, I don't know if you know much about Eric Reed. This dude basically destroyed the combine. I mean, his his pro day workout, his you know, Eric Reed is a was a savage his entire time in college, right? Goes to San Francisco, blows up, and because he supports somebody, mm-hmm. you know, love or hate it, that's why Eric Reed was going off the team, right? And. Yeah. Nothing to do with his ability to play football. Yeah. So, but Eric Reed, I'm sorry, Colin Kaepernick can throw six interceptions a game. Eric Reed is is not going to disappear, right? This dude is yeah. a stud. I mean, and he he's young. They got a they got a stud in him behind, you know, kind of an aging defensive, uh, you know, uh, defensive team, especially Luke Keekley's getting older. Mm-hmm. Shaq Thompson is you know a little bit older. Uh, mm-hmm. Shaq Thompson used to play safety in college. You know, let's talk about that. Uh, and now he's been playing linebacker, but he's had some injuries. So Eric Reed's been stable all year long. He's a guy that has really been fun to watch. Um, yeah, he's been but, he's been a treasure for any team that's got him. Yep, uh, Bradley Roby on our list this this week. Mm-hmm. He blew Tom Brady's ass up last night. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. He was literally on hand-to-hand hand combat with Tom Brady, it felt like. Oh, man, and they lost. just they left him wide open for the sack, and he just rolled right through there. And- yeah, this is the fastest sack next gen I saw this morning on Good Morning Football. Fastest sack this season. Like it was, was it? Yeah. Yeah. seconds he was there. And yeah, completely was- untouched, just dead sprint. Yeah. <laughs> Because Tom Brady was pretty good. He got, he almost got sacked a couple other times last night, but you know how he is. He does. Uh-huh, he's, away yeah, he didn't yeah. have, he barely had time to tuck the ball in as he got yeah, went he, down. Yeah, that was – they left it wide he had, open. He had an interception, too, that was this close to being a touchdown, right? Was that yeah. broken? Yeah. He was about – he was two yards – he got pulled down two yards short of a touchdown, which – and then he got flagged because he took his helmet off freaking out about it. Yeah. 
but he had a big game for a corner. Then there was the one. There was the one where he uh he almost, he almost had an interception, except he was uh holding. And he's been hurt all season too, so he's not. You haven't been able to really play Bradley Roby. I've had a couple of these uh, uh, Houston defensive backs on my team in a couple of leagues where I have to play some DBs. Um, so I've known like he's been out there on the waiver, but it's been because he's been hurt pretty much all season. So last night was a good game for him to come out and show that he's still you know a very capable individual. Well, you know, we had three Saints players uh, in the top what eighteen. You had Von Bell, who's been on this list, you know, for a while. Mm-hmm. Five solos, and uh, I think he had a forced fumble. And then you had Eli Apple, who had eight solos and assist. And then you had Marshawn Lattimore had eight solos and an assist and a pass deflection. So to have three Saints cornerbacks and defensive backs on this list against Atlanta – I mean, in, they were a close game, you know, 26 to 18. So that, that's, a, I mean, we had a lot of Saints in it. That's a crazy thing. A lot of Saints and a lot of Atlanta defensive players yeah, in studs. this IDP week when I would expect a big offensive, you know. Mm-hmm. See, that's, why, that's why we love IDP. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because nope. these are guys up. that weren't that don't get enough praise. You know, where I talked about Devondre Campbell, Deion Jones. You know, we gotta always talk about our guy, Demario Davis. Yeah, mm-hmm. had another big week. I mean, this All guy has him. He's he's got to be in our talk for biggest guy that we didn't expect it out of. Right? He, I mean, nobody was talking really talking about him ex- except for. Uh, us in the beginning of the year, people were off on the Saints linebackers. So, I mean, you know, Demar Davis, middle linebacker, you got to expect some points out of the guy. And boom, 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 every week, this guy's yeah. got to be. He's got. He's got to be in the top five linebacker. He's, all right done. he's rock solid. Yeah, he has he's all awesome. season, and he's got big playability. That's what you like. I mean, you like guys that are solid and offer a little bit. You know, some of those extras, and he's definitely offered those extras all season. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. He's definitely going to be somebody we talk about when it's when it's all said and done next week. So uh, it's just it's been crazy, man. It's just been it's crazy that we're in this conversation that next week is our finals week, right? Yeah, and going into going into the playoffs and <sighs> mind blown. Season's wrapping up. It's wild. It's okay, we got we got a lot of good content coming. So, oh yeah, we'll have a lot of stuff to dig through in the off season. A lot of evaluations, a lot of projections. So, but the fa- the actual fantasy football season will be over sooner than we'd like, unfortunately. But that's for sure. What are you gonna do? That's <laughs> life, though. That's that's life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So you know, we, we talk about going to. Uh, the senior bowl, like we've, we've been talking about, expandthebox4.com, uh, kind of setting us up pretty good right now. I, I mean, I'm as, I'm as excited as anybody about you guys. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pumped. I'm ready to get there and, you know, spread the word about expand the box score, meet some of these guys, you know, these players, meet some of these coaches and some of these other people that are in, you know, the actual football business and, you know, let them know that we're out here, you know, pumping up. IDP fantasy football. I mean, fantasy football is a seven fantasy sports, a $7 billion industry. You know what I mean? And most of that's fantasy football. A lot of it's DFS, but I mean, IDP 
you know, there's two sides of every fantasy of every football team. And these guys are seeing no, none of that love, none of that money. They're not able to build their brands. They don't get the same opportunities unless their last name on their jersey is Watt or Bosa. You know what I mean? And there's guys right next to them, you know, named Buckner and Demario Davis. I mean, there are guys out there that are, they don't get the shine that they deserve. So mm-hmm. if I think if fantasy football, if some of these guys could get in on promoting IDP fantasy football, I mean, that could be huge for the whole – defensive side of football players you know um it's going to take a couple of them to actually you know venture in and look at it and understand that it's out there but i'm sure they go in the locker room and they you know they hear antonio brown and todd Gurley and melvin gordon talking about being on fantasy football teams and they i'm sure they want to be a part of that you know what i mean like again like that's branding i mean when football's gone you know what? What's left? You know these people need to know your name so that you can continue moving on and up in life. And yeah, I mean that's how that's how these players going to get the opportunity to more shows like Montez Sweat. The reason Montez Sweat is getting yeah. me in commercials because his last name's Sweat, mm-hmm. and they don't know him, right? I mean, we need yeah. guys like Devondre Campbell and you know Demario Davis and stuff like that could be bigger names and you know they're already really good people, yeah. right? So. Everyone knows who Nick Bosa is, but how many people are talking about Josh Allen right now, who's basically having the same season Nick Bosa is having? Nobody. You know what I mean? And it's like it's just because his, the name on his jersey is different. The, the jersey he wears is different. But the fantasy football community on defensive side, I mean, I tell you what, we know who he is. Yeah. We all got him. So, mm-hmm. you know, we can grow this part of the fantasy industry, um, and that's going to start at the Senior Bowl, you know. You know, some of these new up-and-comer guys, maybe get them to, you know, look into it, pay attention a little bit more and help promote. And I think that it could blow up and eventually, you know, hopefully we can get some DFS stuff going, seats along stuff, best ball stuff, and it just becomes more normal, uh, you know, for people to be involved in this. So, and again, it's good for the players. I mean, it's just more exposure, you know. I mean, how many people are sitting around today talking about Devin Bush and Devin White? Not many. We are. You know, what yeah, I mean? and the thing is, is and they should be, and they should, and that's right, and that's mm-hmm. the fact that matters. They should be. I mean, Definitely. these are two of two of the better players from last year's class, draft class, two of the better players in the league right now, and because they, you know, aren't running routes and aren't toting the ball and aren't throwing the ball, you know, they're going to get maybe thirty seconds of airtime on anything. Yep. Here. So, if you're listening, guys, we're here to help you. <laughs> Here to change the game. Yeah. So overall, I that's pretty much all I got. You know, I appreciate you guys as always. I mean, happy to be here. I can't can't tell you guys more than, than yeah. that. It's, it's been a good year so far. So yeah, it's been a great season. Good luck to everybody out there as we prep up for that first week of the playoffs this next week. Um hopefully we can smash some faces. Hope um, you guys don't have too many injuries or players out. Yeah. But like we said, all, tonight's a big day. So mm-hmm. some people tonight. could be losing or losing or winning the game. I, I I've had three or four guys messaging me like, hey, you know, I need this person to go off tonight. And, yep, I got a couple players I need to go. Hold on, I'm just I'm just hoping for a Seahawks loss. Mm-hmm. Which means the the whole team didn't do real. That's the way I look at it. So Yeah. <laughs> all right. But, well, I guess we'll Sign out now. This has been the IDP 411 with Expand the Box Score. We love you guys. Thanks, IDP Army, for sticking around, sticking with us. Um, and hopefully we're all in this next week in the playoffs, you know, fighting. And hopefully we're going to win some IDP titles over here. So, 
Heck yeah. Fight mm-hmm. the good fight. Yep. Yeah.